Hello, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Direct Input Podcast. Today is Monday, July 24th, in the year 2017. Here with Fuzzy Week, checking in again. How you doing, bud? Good. Fucking warming up? Yep. Tell me about the pizza we just had. I can't explain how fucked up that was. It just, it just recurred over here. Fucking... <laughs> I've never seen a mutation of a pizza like this. Fucking... Yeah, I think we just had a pizza that glued itself to the wax paper. It must have been so hot when they pulled that out of the oven. They must have jacked the oven up so pizzas are cooking in about four minutes. Gotten the things to about the surface temperature of the sun. Thrown them right in that box and it melted its way through. And we got to pick the tips of our pizza. It was just, it was bad on so many levels, dude. Like, fucking, it stuck to wax paper, but you had to fucking re-knife the fucking thing. Like, and, like, you're fucking rocking it, too. Like, boom, boom, boom. Like, <laughs> rocking that knife fucking like a robo, you know what I mean? Fucking, I don't know, dude. <laughs> it was some, some sort of fucked up mutation of brown. Yeah. I, the, the flavor was good, though, actually. The crust was solid. Yeah. Hoping there's nothing wrong with it. No one sneezed on it or anything. The fries are good. The, the fries there are always excellent. Everything has always been excellent. That's the only time it's ever been weird. Really? Yeah, seriously, I'm not joking. And you got this top-of-the-line podcast coming here to fucking not hit record and, and to fucking utilize some sort of fucking stale reaction. <laughs> we should call you. No, I want to call him up to pull a jerky, boys. Fucking bring back that style. Fucking the hard style, kid. Fucking, like... See, here's the deal. The close place that used to be the number one go-to, they got really weird. Number one, overnight, they switched to shoestring french fries. Now, to me, that's insulting. Number two, at the same point, they switched to almost religiously putting said french fries into styrofoam containers. So when they get to you, they steam themselves yeah. into a nice sogginess. The that worst. You basically just want to chuck them right out the window. Ugh. And there's nothing you can do to really save them either. You're like, fucking, like, sometimes salt will just draw it out of them. But if you don't have that initial browning... You better be ready to turn on your own damn oven and start doing some cooking if you're going to save those at all. They're yeah. still going to suck. But even wax paper's fucking clutching that situation because there is some meager amount of fucking absorbent. At least the fucking, like, the, the, the something about the fucking styrofoam, it just fucking, I don't know, it's like a microwave almost for itself. Like, when just it's sogs enclosed, it. it's done. You put it into a paper, like the open paper cup, you know, the square one. Yeah. And yeah, put that into a paper bag, you're done. That's it. The paper bag picks up all the extra moisture. You got nice crispy fries. When yeah. That's it. Done. There's a spot in Marlboro. Classic pizza. They put the fucking fries in the brown bag, and I, I like to give it another additional round of salt. There you go. And I fucking exactly. sh- shake the cocksucker up. Fucking give it a good douche and fucking, oh, fucking phenomenal. Bag fries, bro. I don't know. The, the fries at the bottom of the bag were the best. Fucking, of course, yeah. I don't know why that is. They're nice and crunchy. The bag soaked up everything. Oh, yeah. That's just brutal, though. Like, I added a bunch of customs forms. Fucking... And uh, I, I got like McDonald's or something, <laughs> like and, or like BTS or some shit, and like fucking I didn't know it, but I greased my fucking seat so hard, like I have like a fucking stain, like went all the way through the customs forms too. It's like all the carbon copies and all that bullshit, fucking bleeding through. Horrific, <laughs> horrific. How's the state of weed in Massachusetts? You feel good about things right now? You, you think everybody's winning from the situation? Uh, to an extent, it's here and there, and maybe, sort of. It, it seems like they made some good decisions recently, as opposed to they could have gone worse, 
it is Massachusetts as far as the the taxation. They made some smart decisions while maxing it out at 20%. Glad they did that. They were going to go higher. It's actually, to me, a little bit too high, but regardless, it's not fucking 50% or some ridiculous stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, and that's maxed. Obviously, there's, there's towns that are going to be at 17%, which I believe is the, the minimum. That would be the automatic marijuana tax. Really? Plus the... Um, yeah, the autumn, the marijuana tax is guaranteed at 10.75. And then you're going to have the 6.25 that we already have. And then the towns are able to go up an extra three. Can they go down three? You know, I don't know that. So that's weird. I don't think so. So that's but weird that you can fucking go up, but you, you know. I don't know. I don't have that <laughs> down, and uh, I'll try to look that up at some point where... You know, when we need some dead air or something like that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can every town sell weed right now? Can every town sell weed? Um, oh, right now, no. But as far as what the law is going to make that they're all trying to figure out at this point, it will turn out that, yeah, basically every town will be able to sell weed, but... Um, your town can stop it. You can not have the sales of marijuana going on in your town. But if your town overwhelmingly voted for, then you would have to have a full town vote for that to happen. But if your town voted against the bill, then your town council or whatever, whoever's in charge there can just say... Uh, no, we're not having it. They don't need any votes whatsoever. Really? So it comes down to individual... So if the fucking town votes for it, it has to go to ballot. But if it don't, then the fucking motherfuckers in charge just fucking get to fucking... Ugh. Ugh. Why do we always... Why do we fuck up weed more than any other state? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, fucking... We gave uh, the Department of Public Health to take over uh, the medical program. That took another fucking two or four years, I think, even to have really. It got rolling, rolling. I'm gonna have to say that uh, deliberate propaganda against it, starting around the year 1900, certainly has not helped things very much. Yeah. Considering we've had several industries built around destroying it for mm. obvious reasons, it, uh, touches and would destroy every other uh, industry. It surrounds, obviously. Paper. Destroyed. Heroin. Oxycontin. Well, see, here's the thing. I obviously wouldn't... If it had been here since the time without being touched by industrialists who didn't want to have to deal with how much money you'd be able to make simply at home, you know, then I think you just see a population that already had an alternative and a lot of people who would turn to such vices would have naturally grown up and been like nah nah man just I stick with weed it's really good when you are presented with all of the options first honestly by an honest adult who's like listen you got tons of cool things to do but they scale up to dangerous there's weed which isn't gonna really do too much to you unless you abuse it, but that goes for everything on Earth. And then you've got heroin, which kills Jimi Hendrix. See what I'm saying? 
if you stick with weed and you don't go anywhere up the scale towards heroin, this, you know, you're nice and safe. You can explain this to a kid, and they don't feel like you're a dare officer being like, <laughs> everything's bad, and you're condemned forever, and basically yeah. baby Jesus is crying. And <laughs> it always comes back to baby Jesus crying, in some shape or form. Usually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a horrific situation, though. I mean, it's not that horrific, but it's just stupid at times. It's most, uh, I don't understand why just we can't figure this out. It was an easy scapegoat at one point, you know? And just like everything is an easy scapegoat. What they were doing back then was it was... Sadly, the argument was exactly the same. It was they were pissed off at foreigners. So they were black people and Mexicans. They were smoking pot and lazy. Or if it was convenient, they were smoking pot and totally driven to rape and kill everything. It, it, the argument was nice. It could just flex. It was either putting everyone to sleep or yeah. it was driving them to complete madness. And they would use it at will. They could care less. It could be in the same newspaper article. Yeah. They just contradict themselves. They didn't care. People oh, yeah. were eating it up because actually at that time no one knew what the fuck they were talking about. And what I mean is this was all being done under the name marijuana. And that was simply not a word we used. And I'm not joking. Well, it's Spanish. Exactly. It was slang in only a certain part of, of Mexico. So... Like, it just wasn't... So when there was newspapers up here saying, like, people are on this crazy local weed called marijuana, <laughs> it's driving the teenagers to stab everyone in the eyeballs. Like, yeah. everyone thought, oh, my God, what's this shit? And this actually goes straight down to... Um, even the AMA, who had to be... Uh, who had to have their opinion brought in as part of the congressional testimony they did not chime in until two days before the hearing where they were supposed to do this and they said specifically at their hearing that they didn't do this because they were completely unaware of the fact that what they were voting on was the same thing as this crazy weed that they had been reading about all over the place so they even stressed, first of all, they stressed the making of the bill was done in secret. They didn't like this. And, um, of course, the AMA at that time was strongly against uh, any the Marijuana Taxation Act. That's really what it came down to. It was a prohibitory um, tax. Um, regardless, they knew that you were just essentially taking health care away from poor people. Well, they kind of like that idea to begin with. Right? Uh, they seem, it seems to be a recurring... <laughs> I you know, I don't want to say much, but... Why, are you optimistic about these next four years? Are you excited <laughs> to be an American at this time? Are you proud of it? You know, I have seen social engagement like I've never seen, so I'm starting to become more proud every day. Really? Well, not of any current administration, that's for shit sure. Just of the people who are standing up and saying we now you know now I actually know a lot of people who have read the constitution they just had a reason to fucking read it and figure out what the hell's going on and hey that's good if it takes that to get everyone engaged figure out why we are a country why we are different from every other place then so be it maybe we need a little slap in the face not that I condone it but I do I'm actually I'm just optimistic about where we're gonna go I think we're gonna be a much better place it's interesting because um, a lot of these, uh, a lot of 
after some serious impeachment trials. Oh, yeah? Believe me. Trust me. Like when I say much, much better place once certain people are simply fucking removed, booted out, and then... We should check all the All legally, of course. In all legal manners, which I believe there's going to be a tidal wave of it. Yeah. Um, now that... Now that certain investigators are being allowed to uh, go into every facet of certain people's lives, I'm pretty sure we're just going to see lawsuit after lawsuit for the next 25 years. That it long. should be some good TV. I consider it like O.J. Simpson trial on crack. Oh, the <laughs> Nobody gets better ratings than Donald Trump. That's why he's a I would actually not. Actually, I mean, I wouldn't even doubt it if he starts advertising the shit. And figures out an actual way to make money off it. Yeah. Like Coke. I'll have like a fucking endorsement on the table. Like, I'll get his own brand of soft drink on it, the table. It's unprecedented. So I yeah. wouldn't even. He goes. Unlike, unlike OJ, he just actually got the cameras in there. It's like NBC or CBS or. Did you see OJ the other day at the uh, the fucking parole hearing? Um, I read about it. I did not see any videos of this. The juice is loose. The juice, juice is, loose. is definitely loose. I do have to say, though, I watched all three Naked Guns the other day. Oh. Yes. Really? Yeah. That's like uh, fucking a good five and a half hours there. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. It was over the course of probably two days. I think we did one, and then we did two. Two nights later. I, I still got to finish the uh, FX series with uh, John Travolta as, as uh, Robert Shapiro and Nathan Lane as F. Lee Bailey and all that. And really? Oh, yeah. It's on, yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s OJ. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's great. You got to see it. It's worth your time. Amy <laughs> Paulson, fucking she's Masha Clark. She never looked better. Fucking phenomenal. <laughs> it's incredible. But then there was the Made in, o- Made in the USA OJ thing, which is like fucking 10 hours of documentary fucking bliss. Fucking the ESPN thing. Get to relive the magic of that whole fucking trial. It's just interesting, though, how that shit comes full circle. Because that's really the, the birth of the reality age and the stars that, like, you know, like reality TV and, you know, the OJ Simpson child and all that shit being fucking, like, kind of the rise of fucking, like, 24 hour news networks and shit like that. Okay, first of all, how long do you think it is before we see this guy at the White House having dinner with Kid Rock and Ted Nugent? Oh, and then... That's a good prop. <laughs> I'm thinking about that. What are the odds? Well, he is. I mean, because you got to pile a Kid Rock getting elected I and feel, Nugent somehow. I get the feeling, like, you know, and I don't know if you've watched any of the Harry Potter films... <laughs> I have a theory on uh, this one. I don't know if I told you that, that Dumbledore, I think, is a Manchurian wizard. Fucking, I, I don't know if I trust him yet. I'll oh. get back to you on that one. I've only seen one of those movies. I think he's up to no good. Okay, well, at one point, they smash open a prison, and they start letting loose some some heavy hitters within the black, smoke-cloudy yeah. wizard crew. It's like Thin Lizzy jailbreak. And I feel like this just happened. Like, yes. You know, once the parole was announced, like... You know, of course, like, he's another big golfer. It's got to be a golfing conspiracy. Really? Well, of course. There's, he can't even focus on anything but golfing, so there's probably some golf game at the bottom of this whole entire thing. Like, 30 years ago, he lost a golf game to Vladimir Putin. See, the thing is, golf's a great game, and I can kind of understand somebody, like, getting obsessed about it. There you go. See what I'm saying? <sighs> I like golf. You should play sometime. Fucking get at it. Get some fucking 
big large McDonald's cups, fill it up with beer, walk around the course, get a golf cart, rip it up. Um, <laughs> I'm really good if you like exploring uh, uncharted woods. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We climbed a Nadnock for the first time recently. I, I can hit balls at a 90-degree angle. From oh, yeah. Standing. Yeah, slicing it. Yeah. That's a good technique. That's Basically. That's a good talent, you know? Yeah, I perfected it. Yeah? The master? Yeah. Master slice. <laughs> That's good, though. So, I mean, I'm, you're really not that optimistic, though, about, you know, fucking the golf, you know, dynasty and the charge. I can't... I think at this point I feel like he's gonna end up. Uh, President Trump's gonna get a some weird nickname like Donald the Terrible or some shit like that. Like, you know, he's kind of embracing this whole fucking um, feudalistic approach, fucking to uh, leadership and whatnot. And uh, I, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> it's it's kind of fucking terrible at times. Well, I mean, like we knew he didn't do stuff at first. Then he said, "I'm gonna get all the best people." When I heard that. And I was like, oh, yeah, and you're like a real estate developer who's going to get all the best people that spells. I'm going to be golfing. I hired some people like I do in my regular life to take care of all the shit. I'm going to show up for press conferences, if I even have any. I'll smile and make up some bullshit, and I'll be moving on. Mm. See you later. But that's just me being realistic. I don't know. I... I, I try not to be that way every once in a while. Yeah? Really? <laughs> I don't know. You just want to fucking be all lofty and shit? Yeah, fucking. I really wish I could just throw it off the wind and be like, I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm pissed and he says what I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing, though. It's like, I, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of people I really wish would just realize you, you got to deal with a few of your fears and weird feelings. Sometimes you get some thoughts fucking say fuck everything like don't be too afraid of what is it Sharia law or ISIS coming over here don't be too afraid like you guys especially coming from that crowd the people the most well armed public on earth is all worried that someone's gonna come over here please you'll be mowing them down at the seashore you guys <laughs> oh, you've been making sure politicians make it so that you can do that yeah it's the pussification of America. Yeah, and, and they throw. well, they say that about liberals, and I, I, I just feel like shouldn't you guys be like, yeah, bring ISIS over here. We're setting we'll up sandbags. Him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's a lot of hip- hip- uh, hypocrisy in the right nowadays, and like this Hillary Clinton email shit is just kind of perplexing for me because. Oh, fucking ridiculous. Well, she's like a ride-or-die bitch fucking going up there, fucking testifying for 12 fucking hours. Fucking, you know... She goes up there and does that. Nowadays, these, these they had Manafort and Trump... Uh, no, Kushner there. Fucking, he went up there Chicken today. Chicken out. They didn't want to go public about it. Yeah. And I don't even... I think they just read a statement. I don't know the ins and outs. I really don't follow it as much as I probably could or maybe should do. It's probably what they're looking for. Make it so much information. Stupidly complex. But there's a timeline. There's a timeline, and it adds up. And what's fucked up is that they said they never met with the motherfuckers, but they totally did. (laughs) So they lied about it. Like, so that's my thing. It's like, all right, so fucking hill dog, ride or die, bitch. Right? She's in there like fucking twelve hours of fucking. Yeah, I'm sorry, didn't use the right fucking email server and. You know, whatever. I haven't seen 13 hours yet either. I'll have to watch that. I'll, I'll probably get a new theory on this, on that whole situation, Benghazi. 
But the fact is, is I don't know. Fucking, it's not as much of a smoking gun than what this Russia shit is. I, I just can't understand why don't they don't want to admit that. I mean, I know it's that guy, but it's if somebody's in the middle, it's just like he's the way more guilty motherfucker right now. Yeah, one hundred percent, and it's all right there. It's like you know the people he's dealing with. And the first thing he did was get loans from the people that you're not supposed to get loans from. <laughs> we know what those people do when they give you a loan. They make that those first few loans be illegal so they have you hooked for life. And then they hold that over your head forever. Yeah. Clearly, maybe something like that happened. I mean, I don't want to spell it out, but that's the second you're like, so you went bankrupt, then suddenly you got hundreds of millions of dollars worth of loans. No offense, but uh, this is just creepy and shady. And you are adamant about not letting anyone see anything about your financials, which, hey, to each their own, but you do understand the particular situation we're in. This is not, you know, we're not trying to, you're not trying to apply at a daycare center or something like that. We're not going to do a background check or see if you're a freak. Fucking Hillary would, if she refused to re- uh, release the taxes, oh and maybe God. she has. I, for all I know, she very well could have. They wouldn't be happy. Oh, be, the outrage over that would be fucking tenfold. Here's the deal, too. Well, knowing you, you can say a lot of things. Could have been this, could have been that. Hacking this, hacking that. I've really seen no evidence that the House and the Senate would have been affected. So you'd have to assume that even if it was Bernie or Hillary or anyone, they would have walked into this Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, fucking... Mitch uh, McConnell's a dullard. Well, this guy's a dullard. Those two would have just done nothing and blamed shit on them for the next 8 to 12 or however many years they did it to Obama. They yeah. already know the game. They'd be perfect at it. So she'd get... We'd get nothing done. You know, when you really look at it, maybe if it, we, we got any... Um, liberal or progressive plus with the House or the Senate at least one of them maybe you'd have some game to work there but right now we'd be doing nothing but spinning wheels in the mud more or less yeah more or less because I mean you've got to get one to appropriate it you've got to get one to actually pay for it and if you had those two dudes they'd just be like nope Mitch McConnell would be like nope whatever plan you are I'm not paying for it or whatever these fucking Republicans had seven years to figure out a fucking health care plan. Uh, and they came, oh, we're going to take it down. We're going to replace it with something better. That's just better. And mm-hmm. better for everybody. Oh, yeah, really like, we're lying to your face. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got nothing. We're just going to take it down and collect our money. <laughs> you ain't going to buy it or nothing because it's like a... What he was saying was, uh, Trump said it was like life insurance or some shit. Uh, he was quoting it at prices <laughs> that life insurance like he thinks that everyone pays $12 a month which hey may, I haven't heard him actually retort to this if he comes back with a plan where everyone's paying $12 a month I'm gonna agree with him I'm not gonna fuck with him that's pretty good can't happen not on this planet but he seems to be on another planet so maybe he's got an idea that I don't yeah how crazy would it be if he took it away and, like, 10 million people died as a result and he kills more people than Hitler? Okay. <laughs> and then you start to wonder, it's like, what, were you guys just trying to buy everyone's land or something like that? What's your deal? <laughs> yeah, seriously. You did, but it's only for areas where there's nobody at, like, Republican areas. It seems like, like Montana gets seized and everybody, like, all the native Montana dudes are just rip shit that there's, like, fucking Yankee Montana motherfuckers, like... 
Okay, so I mean, like. That should be a rapper's name, Yankee Montana. Everyone voted. They thought that someone was going to come and take their guns. Well, um, they just made it easier for police to keep everything that they take from you, even if you get found not guilty of a crime. So if someone just. What's wrong with supporting the police? I'm fine with supporting the police. I support the police. I really like the police force in my city. They're good guys. But the whole problem is if they just think you are of crime, if you've done a crime, which, honestly, I could think anyone's done a crime. I could just see you walk down the street and say, that gold chain is would look great on me, and now I think you've done a crime. It doesn't really matter what crime it is. I'll say it's you were smoking weed while drunk or something like that and you can bring it to court and even if it gets dropped, I'm going to keep the gold chain. That's just ridiculous. It's just 100% ridiculous. Sounds like freedom to me. So regardless, now that you think about it, all these people who are so Second Amendment, now the cops can just go take your guns. They can just go take your guns now. Ugh. Add that to the parts of the Patriot Act that allow them to do basically the same thing, and basically they now have a free pass. And the second major key to it was handed to you by the Keebler Elf and Trump. Who's the Keebler Elf? Sessions. Oh, God. So what's the name of this fucking thing? This bill? What is this? I don't know the exact name, but it's basically... Cops get your guns bill? Fucking... Yeah, it's basically uh, deals with ac- uh, acquisitions. Acquisitions. This sounds like a capitalist fucking sector. Like, <laughs> yeah, this I is the arms acquisition. Up creating dead air. I- the arms acquisition bill right here. It's important that uh, we have the ability. It's like, what? What's the outrage there then? So uh, essentially, if you are a right-wing person who totally believes in America and you're a total patriot and you're totally cool with Trump and regardless of anything to do with uh, Russia, then the cops just drive by their house, say, hey, was that a woman screaming? Pull in, clean, clean out your fucking house of everything that's cool, and then be like, oh, no, no woman screaming. Well, see you in court. That's legal. That's completely fucking legal. Sounds so, like... You just handed them the ability to do this, and they wanted to do that. And they want to roll back. They want to make it so that cops can enter uh, states that, I mean, that federal forces can arrest people in states where it's legalized. Really? Yeah. Funny from the state's rights party, but whatever. Really? Oh, yeah. That's that's old Session. Because Session still believes the same fucking 30s propaganda that marijuana is the most violent drug in the world. Which you love hearing that one, because it's like, could you be more opposite, you dumbass? Yeah. That's troubling. That's a little troubling. But you know what's fucking hilarious? I just thought of this, and I've never thought about this before. It would take... A cookie making an elf to actually think that marijuana is violent. He's like, I, I leave out cookies. And he's got them around. And they eat up all my cookies. Yeah. It's awful. Awful Very, drug. Yeah, he's anti- Oh, That's bad for business. What a prick. Fucking elves. We need elves to make our cookies. I need more. Cookies are good for the economy. Make Sell more cookies. God damn it. Fucking, <laughs> this is good for business. We're talking about made in America elf cookies. Get this shit done. We should do that. Fucking make nice elf cookies. Fucking attribute to fucking sessions. 
There you go. Session. <laughs> that's the new word for fucking when you get you, know, you get your session fucking IPAs. You got a I got a six pack session tonight, man. Yeah, fucking a couple fucking sessions cookies. Fucking. I wonder <laughs> if any dispensaries would be so bold as to feature a line of sessions elf cookies. We got them. Two patriots. That's just true like, patriots. <laughs> true patriots. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right there with the fucking Goodell fucking clown shirt, fucking all that shit, <laughs> fucking football. But you know, that's gold. You need that. I don't know. It's just weird though. It's just there's just a lot of hypocrisy on the right. I just find it's just kind of comical. You know, it's, just, it's ridiculous. It's kind of comical. Again. And well, it's like, dudes, do you want to fight with your neighbors your entire life? Because that's actually what it's sounding like. And honestly. Regardless, I'm actually completely fine with all of my conservative friends. There's certain things that they do that they actually keep the left from going so crazy left that it gets all left out of control. And that's good, and I'm fine with that. But I actually need them to be fine with the fact that we are there to keep them from doing the same exact thing. And we need each other to exist with the balance, the yin and the yang. But they just seem to want to always, like, take total control. Yeah. I find that they're the biggest snowflakes going. Like, they really do melt down if shit don't go their way. Like, and it's like basic shit that don't really have anything to fucking do with them at all. But they're threatened by so much. It's like the pussification thing. It's like, dude, you're scared. You're scared. You're a pussy. You're scared, you know? It's like, that's all there is to it. You're fucking full of fucking fear. You're full of fear because you're a pussy. You're scared. Well, that's the thing. It's like, everything actually does come down to fear from... In one form or another, and it's like, dude, you gotta not be afraid of that shit. You gotta bust that cycle. Or someone's going to play that every single time. Religion, politics, you know, um, you're gonna fucking die if you don't if you run out of money. All that stuff. People are just simply playing off your fear. That's where you get fucked. That's why you like. I'm not even gonna say don't be religious, but take it. As far as, you know, with a grain of salt to the fact that someone might be manipulating you. So make it what's inside of you and not what's inside of fucking other people. Yeah. More or less. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate you, dude. I don't know. It's just kind of, uh... What do you find embarrassing about the left? Like, is there anything that they're doing that you just like, oh, stop. Like, just don't fucking do that. You're not fucking helping right now. Some of the way these people fucking cry in the streets fucking bums me out. Uh, it's like a bunch of fucking grieving Koreans or some shit. You I know? did see a few unfortunate videos of some people. I'm really wish. I'm, I'm assuming they wish they could take them back. Yeah. <laughs> to me though, like I compare that to like the burning Obama effigies, and I'm like, I can't tell who handled it better, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a, that is a good point. Yeah. I think more Secret people. Secret Muslim, Kenyan, whatever. Makes that, sense. That makes drew sense. a line for me with a lot of people. Like, once you said that, like, I'll accept, like, Bigfoot before I'll accept that stupid shit. Oh, I like, think Bigfoot's got legs. Well, if they were like, hey, he's Bigfoot. That's what he's. Or whatever. Or, like, anything, like, some type of. He, he came from. You know, <laughs> like Mars, or like give us something fun if you're just gonna make crap up. Right. 
So clearly he's not a secret Muslim Kenyan. If you don't know anything about either of the religions, you're now just scorning, you dumbasses. Yeah. You're most likely some evangelical Christian who simply applies the Bible to every dumb thing you think rather than think about the actual Bible and apply it to the fucking world. Right, right. You're like, all of you will th take the first chance to throw every idol up in the air and pray to it and never realize that, like, Exodus clearly says something about this. You gotta not do that. That's your book, not me, you know, but... I know your book, and but you got fucking this this pretty vast theory of uh, Obama being a Manchurian candidate. Me? No, no, no. Oh yeah. You just have that. Like you have that as like a common narrative. Uh, yeah. It's, it's part of the dialogue. Like it's like it, it. It's just like no, that's like a legit issue with many people. Like they they think that. Uh, but how how funny is it that the people that are really all in on that one won't acknowledge this fucking Russian stuff like by any fucking exactly. means exactly like, well it's like okay sorry that your thing was made up and you're just pissed that we have a thing that's not made up we have a guy who you made every accusation pop possible for eight years then he never got busted for anything and now you've got a guy who walked in breaking laws. Literally walked in the door breaking laws. Lying to your face. And the, the, the hardest thing for me to deal with was the people I know who were contractors. Contractors who were falling for this fucking crim like uh, serial contractor ripper offer. I mean, that's he professionally rips off fucking contractors. It's historical fact. Yeah. And it's like all these contractors, like, yeah, he really speaking for me and shit. I, I, I but what? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a lot. There's numerous lawsuits I read about through, um, I mean, like from '82 to '86, and then there was like, I mean, there was all sorts of came shit that came out during that election, especially with the unions too. Like, He's not the only one. There's a whole bunch of people who, like, almost professionally have stuff built. Yeah. Then they pick apart the slightest problem that's almost non-existent and almost 90% of us would most likely ask the person would you please replace that for free that one part of the thing you built or added to my house or constructed or whatever and they most of the time would be like yes of course our fuck up Whereas a lot of people will see that and then simply not pay them and then when it comes to court they'll bring up that one little slight flaw that would have just been, you know, if they had brought up and been honest people. And so a lot of people get, I knew a dude who got most of his house built that same exact way by basically, you know, having one thing done and blaming someone for some fucking bullshit thing and getting that part for free because his lawyer was shifty. That sucks. Yeah. Isn't that the essence of being a douchebag? It truly is. It's a dickhead thing to do. Like, just a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, ugh. Ugh. Yeah, the, the whole problem is, is that through that, you can end up saving like $25,000, $35,000, say, if you just do it a couple times on the construction of a whole house. Yeah. And let alone if you're doing it all over the fucking place. If you're putting up condo units, multiple units at a time. Yeah. You know, doing all kinds of stuff. Like, what he would do is send you a check for what he thinks he should give you. And then you yeah. never get anything else. It's like just the type of guy I'm like, oh, this guy don't fucking tip in restaurants, probably. One hundred. You know, he sends fucking food back. You know, All like, kinds of you know, douchebaggy like, shit. Ugh. And he eats, a, you know, he likes a steak, with ketchup, and fucking well done. This this fucking. I, was, I know. I didn't even say there's a man. It's kind of offensive to the fucking, uh, you know, fucking male sexuality to eat a steak that way. I don't care who you are, you know, to be so blunt. 
Pussification of America. You just God might as well eat it. a shoe at that point. <laughs> you just eat a shoe. As public, oh, ketchup is like the most unremarkable condiment fucking possible. I think. I fully understand. I'll take it with uh, French fries, but other yeah. than that, doesn't need to stray from that stuff. Yeah, fries get a little drab. You gotta get a little fucking. The barbecue sauce is great too. Yeah, yeah. Mustard, Miracle Whip. I don't think anything's going better though now that Trump's in here. That pizza was bad tonight. I mean, I could blame that on him, but, like, you know, like, how's my day-to-day life getting fucking better? The jobs, you know? man. The jobs. <laughs> jobs. Did you notice that everyone was complaining about the jobs? Most of them had jobs while they were saying that liberals don't work. It was, like, almost like they were just trying to get us jobs. It's sort of nice of them. Yeah. It's, it's mysterious. You know what's fucking crazy is that this whole fucking solar uh, thing's taking off. Yeah, not for us. Well, yeah. <laughs> I do have to say, Massachusetts is actually doing some great things. Uh, yeah. For years, we've had businesses, very solid businesses, popping up and installing a lot of solar panels. They're yeah. all over this neighborhood. They're all uh, they're all over all over the place. And obviously, the blue states aren't going to slow down. The, here's the fucking bad problem: is how do we convince while we sit on the outside and watch their lives go bad? Well, how do we convince the red states? Like, dude, these dudes don't do... They're working for the Koch brothers. The Koch brothers want to make it easier for them to dump fucking chemicals in the river. And yes, the Koch brothers are a generalization for all of the conglomerates that want to do all these fucking things. Mm. But, I mean, like, they've already made it so much easier to poison all the water. And, you know, they're rolling back restrictions because restrictions, they're bad. Restrictions are very bad. And they stop me and my friends from making lots of money. And, you know, if we have to actually take our total, whatever you'd call it, sewerage waste, probably comes from, like, some toxic reservoir that goes around a building that makes power or something. If we've got to ship it across the country to a, a, a storage cell or a reserve holding whatever they wrote on the teleprompter here, then that's a lot of money. And I want to save the American people lots of money by simply tipping that train over and letting it spill into the river it's next to. That's crazy, dude. I mean, the whole fact, you know, in the end he's like, oh, he's like, you know, this is about Pittsburgh, not Paris. I'm like, motherfucker, like, this is about Pittsburgh instead of the whole fucking world? Yeah, Pittsburgh's like, like, hey, we're green and we're democratic. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, Pittsburgh? What about... There's only, like, so many regions that really truly benefit from fucking mining and all that, and there's just more... There seems to be more money in the overall construction currently of the solar shit, and let alone fucking wind, yeah. too, as a whole other And you thing. just have a few last holdouts. People who have, they're set into a, a free money source, mm-hmm. and they want to continue. Mm-hmm. And they're going to fight tooth and nail to make sure that basic free money source, rather than... Uh, what I don't understand is, why don't these fucking companies start, like, ten years back, and... Just get into the businesses that they see coming. Why do you... You've got the money. You're sitting on billions of dollars. Ten years ago, you should have been getting into green companies. Like, what the fuck is the deal? How is this this hard? You know, rather than pay countless lawyers to fight every fucking thing, you should have gotten into windmill making. And no, there's no subsidies. There's no fucking cutback for the fucking... For the people doing that. Of course. We got you know? tons of oil subsidies. Right. That's all there is to it. Simply put. And there's, too, there's more fucking oil and, and, and fucking, you know, 
fossil fuel fucking energy lobbying going on in Washington than fucking any sort of green fucking shit. Of course, a lot, a lot of stuff that's been going on is clearly to control the climate change narrative. Yeah. I, that's still kind of interesting, though. I've been reading too much about that, like, the fucking the earth and all this shit and how, how climate's changed. I don't know if you can really truly say that carbon dioxide fucking attributes to the soul fucking, de- you know, degeneration of the planet. I don't know that. I think fucking overpopulation does it more than fucking we realize, personally. But that's but just But you see, the just overpopulation itself wouldn't be able to do it. It would be all of the excess that yeah. comes with it. Well, true, 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 true. I just think that's the truly defining and critical factor that is causing the actual speed that we're seeing it happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, we're fucking up everything. And it, people, you actually, someone needs to make a total list. I'm sure it's at least 20 things, total bullet points of massive things that are happening that are actually part. It's not just climate change. There isn't a thermostat that's either going up or down in a, in a wrong pattern. Mm-hmm. It actually has to do with like rising undercurrent temperatures of the ocean and changing current temperatures. Um, the Arctic, I would only assume, might start flowing differently from what we're used to in this generation because now we've got open channels that used to be icy and now are not. Then you also have storms, wind currents, right? You know, acidity of said ocean, acidity of the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I'm not a scientist, so there's got to be countless others. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that we don't understand it enough to really make consolable on one judgment yet. Yeah, like, there is. I wonder. You talk about weather right there, bro. But it's like, it's like, what about the accountability for deforestation contributing to fucking 100%? like, there you know, just jet streams? Fucking, it, it, it's you're just ramping up jet streams, and you can't necessarily say that that's gonna change the ocean flow precisely break away friction on the fucking caps I don't know you 100%. know like that definitely I'm sure has an, an effect cause trees create drag and they create weather patterns within their own little ecosystems and now we don't have the trees there to break these winds we don't have the trees there to make um, oxygen and we don't have their root systems to keep the ground intact and keep all of that life going on in there right yeah, it's interesting. It's like, I mean, I don't know. I've been all this shit about flooding and all this. I mean, if people, anybody's listening to the podcast, it's like it always pops up every fucking episode. But it's just like I'm like fucking just lost. It's like I feel like mountains are trying to tell me something. This you know, comes like back fucking. This comes back seriously to hemp. I mean, hemp was made illegal in the very year that Dupont. I mean, lo and behold, that Dupont got. Um, Patents on one creating plastics from oil, and two a new uh, way uh, they patented a, a process of creating paper from wood pulp. Really, the same year that a plant that would devastate those two specific industries mm. devastate them. You would be bankrupt if that's what you were making your fucking money off of. Right, and then from the next, you know, basically. That's how DuPont made all of their money. Yeah, DuPont's a huge name. Exactly. So those two products right there, you could either say maybe they'd be smart businessmen and work their assets into the new growing hemp 
industry, I don't know, but basically those two things and the transportation thereof, because I believe they own railways, has you know, made their empire. Right, right. Yeah, all those railroad companies, like Stan- well, Standard Oil and all that shit, I mean, it's just all, yeah. it's one fucking dick stroking each other, you know, it's just all that shit. And they were basically the government at that time. Right, yeah. I mean, they had more authority over probably, like, expansion of, of the country. Not so much authority, but, you know, that's where, like, the fucking, the, the potential wealth of the country was measured, and still is, honestly. Just yeah. fucking, you know, just in, in valuing that whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know what's gonna happen if fucking demographics are gonna change enough in the in the central and mountain times to really kind of fucking shake things up. I mean, left left and right coast are fucking always kind of blue and. Well, here's the deal. A lot of people are pissed off, furious, and activated, and it's not a lot of red people, and it's only getting a lot less the more and more they see. I watched this with Bush. Everyone was super Bush, especially after 9-11. You couldn't say anything bad about Bush. But by the end of his term, even the people who voted for him were like, I wish I didn't vote for him that second time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I still am down for that first time, but that second time, maybe I should have thought differently. And so I've seen hardcore Republicans turn on their choice, and not to mention that some of the most true Republicans I know still don't like this fucking guy and never did. Like the Republicans I know who either can recite the Constitution or are carrying one, and willing to slap down, be like, oh my God, well no, right here it says. Yeah, yeah. They're all like, fuck this guy, he doesn't know jack shit. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. I think it kind of plays into the thing that we were talking about earlier, where ultimately that pendulum's gonna fucking swing and come back. And I get a lot of people on the right that I, I talk to are like, "Well, it's good, man. It shakes things up, you know." You're right. So I agree. But it's it's kind of shaking the fucking thing upside down, where all these other motherfuckers now are gonna come together and fucking be awakened. And uh, when you break down the numbers, it's something like fucking. What, like, 40% of all registered voters actually fucking showed up to vote? Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. And... voted. And so, like... But even when it comes down to it, it's sort of like... When you take that number compare it to the America, it's like 20% of America actually voted yeah. for Trump. But realistically, I don't know if... An extra, if I think it's more like 15 really kind of want them in there. Like, I think you got a lot of loyalists and a lot of religious people that were all about it, but, like... You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm just kind of surprised that he's holding it down like that. Because that's what they were stressing about with the Obama shit. It's like, oh, he's, it's like, you know, the fanfare that Obama was getting. They were like, oh, he's a god. I didn't know they were nominating a god. You know, like, fucking. Yeah. It's just funny. You know? And so let's nominate a TV personality. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, and then they fucking squawk about all oh, the Hollywood elite. Oh, we don't want the Hollywood elite fucking speaking for us. Why vote for them? Got nine <laughs> years in a row without him fucking doing a show with some shit. I've never seen no, it. Not fucking. even that, but he has been trying to wedge his way into that lifestyle since the fucking early 80s. And everyone's been watching that shit, or the 70s. Mm. And, like, I was younger, and somebody gave me that douchebags board game. Really? Now, There's a Trump board game? There was a Trump board game. Come on. Was this the game of life? What is it? Tell me about it. I forget. I, literally, I was real young, and we just uh, opened it up, hated it, never fucking used it, lost all parts. 
it was I'm sure it was a monopoly ripoff or a, actually that really makes a lot of sense but uh, or maybe it was shoots and ladders it was Trump if it was shoots and ladders I would have kept it so I take that back I haven't played that in years shoots and fucking ladders fuck I bet they have the video game of that now Dude, I've been playing two games. Well, actually, yeah. I've only played one of them. VR bought... shoots and ladders. <laughs> There's two Trump games I bought off of Steam. One's called Make America Great Again. And it's a fucking RPG, like, fucking, like, RTS sort of thing. Well, it's not even... It's just more, like, turn-based fucking, like, RTS type shit. And um, the four ways you've got to win the game is, like, you got to fucking um, uh, build a wall, fucking oh. uh, build an oil line, uh like nuke fucking um, like Korea or somebody like that and then like the other one's like fucking like rig an election or some shit and, <laughs> and then in between you gotta fucking go out there you got the man Trump and uh, you fucking shoot fucking missiles at illegal aliens coming in okay yeah it's wild <laughs> it's like four bucks on Steam fucking make America great again it's crazy. Like, fucking, like, I think it's actually like, terrorists. It might not be, like, illegal aliens and anything like that. It's, like, tanks with, like, ISIS and shit. After, <laughs> after, like, everything comes out and they go through his taxes and they see, like, his actual businesses, I think we're going to find out that he's really been circumnavigating bankruptcy. Like, you know, like a professional debtor. Yeah. Gaining here, losing there. Like a, a walking Ponzi scheme. Like a regular working class guy, you know? Well, it's just like us. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. He really speaks to me. Yeah, and uh, but I'd like to see someone make a game where you're like, take your inheritance and go deep into bankruptcy, and you got to get four bankruptcies to like get the secret unlocked ending. It's preposterous. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I actually read his book. Which one? The Out of the Deal. Really? Yeah. How did you feel about that? I enjoyed it. It was, a, it was actually a kind of entertaining read. I yeah. wanted to gain insight into the way he thinks and all this shit. And then I started looking up more about the book, and I realized he actually didn't even fucking write it. I recently <laughs> watched the... Uh, the Johnny Depp thing? No, no, just uh, simply a seminar the, that Ghost Writer had given. Oh, really? Just before the election. No kidding. And it was his seminar on why da- Donald Trump is dangerous and should not be voted for. And he basically... Sp- you didn't see this? Wow. Nah. Yeah, he says some wild fucking things. Basically, he he had known him. Uh, he had done a couple articles. He had w- uh, worked for a, uh, another publication uh, and done a, an article on him, and he was going to do his second article, so he had a slight rapport, so he was sitting down at his desk, and uh, Donald Trump simply brought up the fact that he was getting paid for the autobiography. Really? And... Um, the guy said, well, you should name it The Art of the Deal. And Donald Trump's like, I like that. Want to write it? And that's basically how we got the book. Now, he says, I was basically selling myself out and my parents out by doing this, but I figured I'd be all set because Donald Trump offered him basically 50% of everything. Well, pretty damn close. The deal was huge. Yeah. It was like, well, he got paid like 250 k just for the book alone. He offered him 50% of that. And then I don't know what the percentage was on on royalties and blah, blah. But still, regardless, that's a lot of money, especially when that book comes out. 
And um, so he had set it up so he was going to visit him on Saturdays for a few hours and interview him and, you know, write the book from there after probably like a couple months of this. I don't know, six weeks to a few months. Yeah. And um, But he realized immediately that to get 20 minutes of his attention was goddamn near impossible. Really? And it was basically maxing out around five minutes. And so we had to start doing was he was simply listening to his phone calls. That was the only way for him to actually hear because he would get so bored with questions within just a couple minutes and move on to other shit that um, the only way for him to actually hear him interacting, hear his thoughts, was to just listen in on his phone calls with other people. So he just sat there on the other line, just listening. And he was like, this is like the most narcissistic person who's never, <laughs> hasn't read a book in their adult life and um, gets focused on revenge and... Yeah, the revenge. Well, that's yeah, American, that right? One, it's pretty noticeable. It's like, Jesus Christ, here's the deal. I mean, do you remember? Whatever you say about Obama, come on, he kept his fucking cool. He kept yeah. his fucking cool. People, they're throwing every fucking arrow they could at this guy. He handled himself, like, with some dignity and shit like that, you know? Yeah. Like, this guy can't do anything without freaking out on Twitter. I'm, I'm bummed that, uh... There's no more Mr. Spice guy. Spicy was the one I wanted to keep. He was the one I was <laughs> willing fucking... to keep. I'm glad he got out when he did. I wish he got out earlier. You think he's going to fucking make a tell-all book about it? A fucking course. He probably already knows the numbers on that one. All right, he's probably got a memoir fucking... stash. I don't think you like... take that job without being like, I'm going to write a motherfucker of a book. Uh, we'll see what happens. I wonder if they'll fucking. It, it kind of. I'm curious to see how it all plays out. Yeah. At, at the rush. Is it going to be a kiss ass book, or is it going to be like a, a Mc, what was his name, McMullen, from the Bush era? He was the dude who got out and like wrote a scathing book about Bush. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I haven't read. I mean, I I figure he'll probably get hired as a broadcaster, somewhere. Stephanopoulos, oh. Axelrod, oh, all these guys. Oh, he's already fucking, been on Fox News. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, he, his path is well set. Yeah. And that's Especially at Fox News. Yeah, he can shovel shit with the best of them, so fuck yeah. He's perfect. Yeah. You disturbed about the whole uh, press thing and all this stuff? Well, of course. You, you happy to see the, the press take a beating like this? I want to see the press stick up. I'm almost ready to go to journalism school so I can be really? up in that press crowd and be like, Hey, <laughs> what's the president's favorite color? Like, which out of his crayon box does he use the most? <laughs> That's just interesting. It's like, I don't know, the whole act. It's like, oh, liberal media, liberal media. No. I mean, it's kind of no a hard argument excuse. to sell. It's like, <laughs> fucking excuse because they say things we don't want. Here's the problem. A lot of people out here don't even realize this. A lot of the, the um, right-wing conservatives out here who are, like, parroting a lot of stuff they see on Twitter or Facebook and all kinds of shit don't realize that a lot of the people on the other end of that fucking comment are from some fucked up church in the Midwest that believes all kinds of fucked up shit that's end of days and, yeah. you know, Jesus is coming down with a flaming sword. And normally you would not, if you met them in real life, you wouldn't take a goddamn thing they say seriously because they'd most likely be at a, some poor soldier's fucking funeral boycotting it over gay people. Oh, you see, actually, I watched a good podcast with um, one of the Phelps on uh, Joe Rogan there. 
It's interesting. Oh yeah, well I saw like I saw a very good documentary on that entire family. Yeah, it's interesting is a nice word that, that's very polite. I, well, I get a little fast like um. It is fascinating. Uh, going in a scary, clear, scary, scary the, way. Do you see the Scientology one called Going Clear on HBO? No. You could probably find it on the Prime on the Amazon. Fucking uh, streaming, Going Clear. Highly recommended, because that Scientology shit's fucking wild. The chick from King of Queens that was yeah. up, like like she's out now, she's yeah. talking about it. Fucking like that's fucking. It's weird how people get caught up in that shit. And I just wonder is like, ugh. I mean like, the, there's a very strong accusal point from the right to accuse fucking the liberal snowflakes of being like these like vicious socialist fucking vultures or whatever, like these vampires that fucking just suck the life out of all the economy and redistribute wealth but like you've been li- <laughs> like every one of them doesn't even realize that they've lived their entire lives in a reverse redistribution it's been getting funneled out since Reagan from us to them and so when you say ah oh, that's what the conservatives really want you to think that it's bad to say like redistribution you can't take money from these corporations that seem to get a lot of money even though they're making billions and that never slows down in their brain and they're never like well wait a minute that doesn't even sound right if you just made eight billion dollars this year why are we subsidizing two of those billions of dollars that makes no fucking sense to me we could pay for all those things that we wanted, mm. and we wouldn't have to complain about it. Right. But it's no, no one gets it because everyone's like, well, they say it with a flag behind them, and an Australian businessman has a channel with a lot of flags. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting, I, one of my buddies was saying that, uh, like, Fox News, if you actually look at, like, the legal definition or, like, tax filing of that company... It just says it's an entertainment company. Of course, like hundred percent. There's not like CNN and like NBC, CBS. They all say the legit journal. Fucking, I don't know what the exact phrase is, but apparently, fucking Fox don't fucking have any claim whatsoever that they're fucking legit news to begin with. So they're it's not. like, it's a it's an opinion piece. Yeah. It's a living fucking shady ass website that they had to create because regular news doesn't cover bullshit lies. It doesn't, you know, and I don't mean to insult anyone's religion, but it's like they're not going to tell you that fucking Jesus, I mean, uh, Jesus or Noah's Ark or Adam and Eve are definitely 100% true stories that must be believed. Mm-hmm. And it all starts uh, really from there. You've got a whole group of people who feel that because the news doesn't bring this up, that they're somehow being cut out of society. Right, right. And it's like, well, we don't bring this up because there's a whole bunch of religions going on. And I don't know if you noticed this, but there's been a bunch of religious wars over time. And we're trying to avoid one in our little society with the kids going to school and no one cutting each other's heads off. They're trying to figure out whose god is cooler than their other god. Yeah, we were actually, we were geeking out. My father was talking about Edgar Cayce yesterday. You know what, Edgar Cayce? Uh, Enlighten me. He's an old mystic motherfucker back in, like, the 1920s. Oh, okay. He was, like, all about ESP yes. and shit. He was very rich, right? 
I could I can't. I don't know. He might have been. I, I mean, he got a lot of time to sit around and read thoughts. And, you know, it's not like he's fucking or, working. <laughs> or he was like a Rasputin too. I gotta look this guy up. Well, there's a guy named David Wilcock that me and my buddy Jay talk about a lot too. This dude, David Wilcock, looks like a reincarnation of fucking Edgar Casey. Fucking take a look at this shit later. You can pop it in there now, right now, if you want to take a look at it. Well, I spiel about that one. Yeah. But fucking Edgar Casey ultimately fucking had a list of fucking predictions. Um, that were uh, ultimately proven, you know. Um, I'm not going to fucking bore you with all that shit, but the one that actually kind of stuck out on me yesterday, which is an upcoming prediction he got, was fucking um, regarding uh, the, the real Armageddon being a fucking spiritual war, a holy war that, um, you know, hey, what are you going to do? You got fucking Iran, you got fucking, uh, you know, fucking some other countries that are fucking into what they do, you know, with Asia and all that. I don't know if it's really in their nature to be like that, but, you know. But, yeah, so he's a mystic clairvoyant. Fucking Association of Research and Enlightenment. Fucking. And then yeah. fucking search fucking real quick while I got you on here. Not to bore fucking the whole world, but we'll go through this whole process and I'll catch your reaction. If you put in Edgar Casey, and then uh, the second name is fucking David Wilcock. Right there in your search bar. Fucking. And then... Once you draw the result for that, fucking, you gotta click on your image right there. Images, yeah. Oh, the way those two motherfuckers look. Interesting. This guy says he's the reincarnation of fucking, of fucking David Wilcock. That's another, sh- uh, of okay. Edgar Casey. This is one Casey of those Wilcock. few times where I'm actually willing to believe that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm like, always been fucking speculative on a lot of that shit. Fucking, there's another good... I mean, that's a good one right there, too. Fucking Is that much. really a look, though, you'd want to keep? If you could just... <laughs> 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 Whoa, don't fuck with me, man. I'm sorry. Knock on wood. He kind of reminds me of the kid from Back to School. Back to... It kind of looks like a little Tom Petty, almost. Yeah, I mean, it's like yeah, this one, for sure. Right? He won't back down. I can see there's no shirts marijuana in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great Woods, Mansfield, Massachusetts, man, yeah. <laughs> I like Tom Petty. We yeah, listened to fucking too. Traveling Wilburys fucking over the weekend. Fucking, we're talking about them. Song. We think we'll sing those songs and shit. It's crazy. I don't know, man, but you gotta look into that because fucking that's what you're talking about. The fucking Holy War and all that stuff and fucking. But his, I'm not themselves. overly impressed by anyone uh, foreseeing a Holy War. That one seems like also being like, also, it's probably going to rain sometime next month or two. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good point. That's definitely a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. A, it, there are pretty good odds of that one. But I don't know. There was something specific regarding the fucking nuclear destruction and, you know, all you know, that fancy talk. I want to start throwing some alternative conspiracies out there just for shit. What do you got? We got? Well, all sorts of stuff. It's like WBCN? Well, first of all, for real, I bet you ten bucks there's one person on this earth, at the very least, one single person who knows, not conjecture, but knows our actual origin. Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Awesome and extreme, or completely mundane and stupid. I bet you there's one person that, for whatever reason, has the actual facts. Either on a fucking stone tablet their father rescued from the bottom of the ocean and never told anyone about, to someone who's like, well, the aliens we deal with who we get our special, you know, silicon chips that we've been putting in all your phones, they, uh, they told me exactly what happened and, uh, you all came out of a fucking root beer can. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
You like crystals? You believe in that stuff? They say that crystals got a lot of power that we don't know about. I'm sure they sure they do. Radios wouldn't work without them. They certainly do. They look good. Oh yeah, that's for sure. They sell crystals at Grateful Dead shows. Oh yeah, it's it's money there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's like gold, gold currency. Really? Oh, yeah. Wild ass cool crystals that are purple, green, blue, iridescent. Oh, yeah, might as well just better than money. Really? Oh yeah. They probably got motherfuckers there cleansing people in the packing lot with them, too. I, mean. I wouldn't doubt that one, too. Yeah. They know exactly what to do. When was the last time you gone to, like, a hippie show? <sighs> years. Years and years. And now, like, um, while well, I used to do it quite on foot, now I like to roll in with, like, an RV. Really? Yeah. Weekend festivals or, you know, two-day festivals with an RV, a guaranteed you-can-take-a-dump room. That's basically it. Or space you can sleep that will not leak in a torrential downpour should you just get completely fucking rained out. Your weekend can be completely saved just by hanging out with the friends you went down with stuck in an RV during a rainstorm when your show gets rained out and just, you know, getting wild in the RV rather than being in a tent. Yeah. And like, that's I've been there and that sucks. <laughs> <sighs> kind of like when bands get buses it's like hard to go back to the van it's yeah. like shocking it's like oh I can't fucking <laughs> like we're can't. gonna eat we each get our own van right <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly you can't stand up anymore you know like you're just fucking laying down and shit fucking yeah. ugh no good it's no good so what do you think's going on next with Trump what's he gonna get in trouble is he ever gonna get in trouble is he gonna skate is there nothing wrong whatsoever? Some hammer's gonna have to fall soon. It's gonna happen. I mean, like, now that they're... You know that there's something, at least one shady thing. They might come back being like, well, no, he just has, like, you know, $100,000 in a couple apartment sales that looked weird to us, and we've got him busted on some securities fraud thing, but it's minor, and we can only find him, like... You know, fifty thousand dollars, and we're not going to bother doing anything. That could fucking happen. Or hey, guess what? He could pop out tomorrow, like holding Hillary's hand. They could be like, "Yeah, we had turned states' evidence like two years ago. This has been all part of our motherfucking master plan to bring down the man." And just being like, pulling down like some curtain, and they like have all the hackers, like you know, handcuffs <laughs> and stuff. And be like, nope. We knew they were doing this years ago. We we're all part of the plan. Yeah. I don't know who would really be president at that point. I mean, they just pop out of their masks and be Krang and what's, <laughs> Krang. The, other, what's the other um, alien on Simpsons? Ah, I'm not watching Simpsons really. Ah, uh, God. I'm a fucking hack. You are a hack. <laughs> well, I only remember one of the aliens' names, so I'm not looking too good myself. I remember Simpsons NES game. Fucking, that was a hard one, dude. You get in the fucking um, skateboard or some shit, right? Fucking, that was a hard fucking game to beat. Tell me the story about how you met your cat. Um, I picked my cat up at a hippie show. And then um, it was a fish show on the West Coast. I wasn't even going to the show. I was just cooking food at. And uh, uh, someone had handed, literally had handed me this cat during the daytime, long before any bands came on and uh, said, I'm leaving the show, but I just found this cat. The cat was very young, but definitely not a kitten. Uh, you know, uh, a little bit older than a kitten, right around adolescent. Um, 
and she's like basically it belongs to someone it's very well mannered it just has the feel of a cat that's had a home for a little while but I've got to leave this show could you possibly look continue looking for the owner now as soon as I touched the cat clearly he was mine <laughs> but we genuinely looked for the owner I guess we were visible and we had the cat in our hands and we looked around it's not like we were going to stand on top of cars screaming orange cat found whatever right and um we did call the, uh, before we left town, we called the local cat shelter or local animal shelter and, like, left our number where we could be reached. And um, that was it. And then we um, drove him very close to the Mexican border to the next show where we lost him. And uh, I was alone at the car with him, and I was short at the time in an affliction I still have, and I needed to stand I needed to open the door and stand on the back seat to open the stupid-ass bubble that held all of our crap on top of our way small car. And when I did this, it had the chintziest, lamest little arm thing that propped this, this bubble up so that you could get at your stuff. And of course my elbow hits it, knocks it right out of the way, this thing comes down, knocks me out cold. I know nothing. All I know is I was looking inside this thing, and the next thing I know, I'm opening my eyes with grass around me. My face is wet because of the blood. And I'm sitting up, and I knew immediately, I just sat up being like, the cat! I looked right in the back seat, and the cat's gone. Doors wide open. Um, the person I'm traveling with is gone. And it was already gone before any of this happened, and still hadn't come back. So, um, we spend the night there, uh, every car leaves, we look for this cat, we call the local places in the morning, see if anyone returned the cat, leave our number in case someone does. Then we go to the next show, basically depressed, and, um, this is in, like, it was right outside of L.A., so we had to travel pretty far, and we, uh, park there, put out a sign, uh, did anyone find an orange cat hanging off the back of our car? And I, I swear to God, within five minutes, some girl just walks up and hands me this cat. She just, is this your cat? And I just am not ready for my cat to be found yet. So I, like, took a second, like, you know, rubbed my eyes. Holy shit, it's my cat! <laughs> That's terrific. That's terrific. How, I mean, it's like fucking 500 miles or some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and it turns out while we were looking for him all night, he was in a hotel room. I had been standing there at some point in the night. Once we got the cat, when we were on that tour, we were just simply selling food. We were already on the West Coast and fish showed up. And you go there about being a prick and picking your nose and crap. You make a bunch of food that's good, then you'll make some money. It's pretty easy. I don't know with food prices now, but in the 90s, it was fucking super easy. You walk in and buy like 30 bucks worth of food, you were definitely going to make bank depending on what you did. So we would uh, basically fund our traveling on the West Coast by doing that. And they were there for a few shows. That's how we ended up there. So we decided not to sell food that night, or a lot of these nights actually. May kept us from some whatever. We, were, we didn't even know why the fuck we were there at that point. But anyway. Um, the big cat. One of my favorite cats. Yeah. He's cool. He's got a lot of personality. <laughs> Having to drive around for a long time really helped him out. Yeah? Yeah. He, um, but that night, he got picked up by some probably uh, 11 
a group of 11 people who had other cats and dogs, and they went to a hotel room and they partied all night. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I ended up meeting one of the dogs. At one point, there was a puppy following me all over the parking lot, and um, the owner finally, after like an hour of this, decided to come up and pick up the dog, and I was like, yeah, your dog really likes me. He's like, yeah, he just likes the cat, and they hung out all night. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild, man. I can't imagine fucking. I've, I, there was a band years ago that showed up at the Palladium that fucking found a bunch of puppies, and they had them in the fucking van. Like, it just seems like a disaster. <laughs> like there was like four of them. Like they're really small and cute and all, but like, fuck. Like you can hardly feed yourself, and you got like fucking all these like puppies pissing and shitting everywhere in the yeah. van. Ah man, I forget what band that was. It was like an old summer slaughter tour down in Worcester. I don't know how the fuck I would have done that. He, we put a, um, we had to travel around still for a while with him, but he was small. He was really cool with getting in the driver's lap and just staying there. And uh, he could handle like nine hours at a time like that. And um, we had like a little cardboard box. He was still pretty small that we would put in the far back of the car with a little bit of um, cat litter. I think he used it twice on the entire trip. He just, you know, we put him outside when we stopped for gas and stuff like that near a bush and just go behind it. Really? He was always cool like that. One of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he was like that for the longest time until finally, like, he just got too old to be going out on his own all the time. Yeah. Other than that, he basically went outside at all times. He didn't really need a cat box. It was just there for, like, really rainy days or emergencies or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love my orange cat. <laughs> Fucking... Little buffer cat. We took him down to fucking uh, Tufts, one Orleans. She was like fucking all fucked up. At Tufts Hospital is the veterinarian fucking center of like the world. It seems like like they got everybody's all over the country and world going to work there. But they got equine and fucking. It was the saddest fucking place I've ever been to, dude. Fucking watching a parade of fucking ER fucking tragedies at a fucking pet hospital. Fucking they they got everything from golden retrievers with cancer. With fucking, you know, like, grown men weeping as they fucking bring them through the door to fucking boxes with facefuls of porcupine quills to fucking old ladies, you know, picking up the RFID chip and fucking saying, hey, my cat's down here. Yeah, it's dead. It got ran over, lady. We're sorry. Like, oh, no. It's just terrible. Like, it's just like agony and sorrow and just everything fucking, like, all put together in one. I'm glad someone made a compilation. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'll fucking give you a remix of the fucking thing. We took Orlean there because she was breathing weird at like six in the morning, and then there was like fifty other cases that were like way more important than us. I'm like, yeah, fucking, <laughs> that, that looks more serious than us. I catch just being an idiot breathing weird, fucking like, you know. <laughs> I can't eat breakfast. That's hey, weird. Hey, I just came up with this great idea to save us for several thousand dollars. Let's leave. Uh, yeah, they whack you. They whack you. But they have a whole fucking payment plan. My fucking, they have a payment plan. I can get dental insurance fucking with this uh, pet insurance shit too. For yourself or for the cat? Yeah, for myself. Oh, interesting. I want to go to Tufts to get it done. Fucking show up there with my fucking chompers. Have them fucking. They, they took very good care of the cat. They'd probably take better care of me there. Than I won't yeah. dentist. <laughs> well, this is our first year student. He's just gonna try to do your root canal. Yeah, right. You're <laughs> <laughs> watching Keith Olbermann early. I didn't realize he was on fucking GQ. 
How do you know GQ had a news network now? No, it's just more of like videos they release. Okay. Like just him talking, fucking preaching more or less. Yeah, he's got his own string of those, and that's his, like they're released through the GQ network, I'm sure on the website, but mainly on the YouTube channel. And also obviously all over Twitter and every other social network. You like Twitter? Um, it's okay. It's got its ups and downs. I joined it. As soon as he got elected, I joined it. Yeah. Wanted you, to check it out. You got to. Um, it's sort of nice, like, getting your news fast. Something happens, you yeah. know, in a few seconds. It's tit for news. And, like, sports. Like, I, I don't well, yeah. pay for cable anymore, but I can fucking get MMA fights. Fucking tit. Yeah. Fucking nothing better. And even if, like... I like it a lot for at least the fact that it's a tool. You know, if something goes out around the town, if power goes out, cable goes out, usually if I go to the Twitter account of whatever's fucking pissing me off, mm-hmm. they've done something about it. Video games, you know, like usually someone has addressed whatever your issue is right on the Twitter account. Sometimes if they're cool, you can actually just speak to them, right? And they'll actually get back to you and be like, oh, your area's down too? Thank you. Yeah, no shit. I've noticed that, like, I follow a few indie developers and stuff on there that uh, you can just watch stuff being in progress pretty much, you know, unreleased stuff. But let on too, yeah, there's a pipeline, like, right to the fucking developer. You can fucking mouth off to them and you can do what they will with that, you know? Fucking. It's, it's, it's a very powerful tool. What's interesting about it is that I don't think they know how to make money with it yet. And it's been there for, like, over 10 years. Fucking, but they don't know what to do with it. <laughs> it's just like this weird one-way channel sort of thing yeah. and like I don't know I heard some speculation that they were uh, thinking about having like Major League Soccer fucking games broadcasted on Twitter like for free or whatever I don't fucking know how it works but you know yeah same with Google I heard that Go- there was a rumor that Google was gonna buy the Olympics and fucking have free Olympic broadcasts for everybody fucking around that's the world it's a, a pretty cool idea not bad. I mean, it's probably easy to catch all those events as they are, like, fucking in progress with that channel. Because you're kind of limited with the, the, like, your Turner fucking provider or anything like that. Yeah. You know, playing good video games? Uh, just uh, Legend of Zelda. That last one was pretty brutal. You mean brutal, like, fucking gore and shit? rains a lot in the game. What do you mean it rains? It's raining outside. You decide to throw on your game. You're watching, you're playing your game, and suddenly it starts raining. You can't do what the fuck you want to do. Then a dragon's shooting you with laser beams, and you're dead. Or a lightning, I mean. Really? Like, rain's that much of a factor? Uh, it rains when you want it to rain the least. <laughs> Usually right when you've walked up to something, you've got to climb for a while. Yeah. They, they bring out the rain, which will make you slide down. Really? Yeah, they're real brutal. It's there's a very there's a survival element to it. No shit. So they're really fucking going balls deep on a kind of a deeper uh, aspect of the, the Zelda franchise, huh? Yeah, they they added like the big world, um, Skyrim, Bethesda type, open world. So yeah. you can go everywhere, every single place. Yeah. I don't think there's a. You know, there's a, like I said, there's a couple small buildings and areas that you can't necessarily climb in, and that's just for, like, the storyline and with the puzzle or whatever you're doing in that particular area, but they're few and far between. The vast majority of that map, you climb everywhere. Hmm. 
kind of nice sometimes when you see something and you're like, I don't want to have to walk all the way up there. I'll just climb up the back of this castle and you know, shimmy and shake into the back door. <laughs> it's, I, mean, I, I don't think I've played a game from Zelda since Ocarina of Time. It was the last one I beat. I got the Wind Waker. I, I couldn't really get that done. Fucking, you know. Okay, Wind Waker was kind of tough. I played that later in my life. I had to go back to it after it had been released. But um, the last couple that came out before this one were actually pretty pretty awesome. And uh, you like the Twilight Princess? Yeah, that was pretty fun. That one in the Skyward Sword was pretty good too. I don't, I don't think that this other the newest one is bad enough to not play or anything like that. Okay. But it definitely, there's a few certain elements that take you right away from the old one. Also, your weapons break every two seconds, and I am not exaggerating. Your weapons constantly, constantly fucking break. That's weird. It's really weird. It's like there's a, you know, there's a, a durability element to it, and it's not forgiving. Really? It's not forgiving. At certain points during the game, you can finally get the Master Sword, but... You gotta do a bunch of shit to get it, and once you do, um, you can only use it so much. If you're at the last castle, you can use it the entire time, but anywhere else in the world, you can only use it so many hits before its power goes out, and you put it away, and you've gotta go back to your fucking breakable. Like, a lot of them will break in the middle of a fight. You'll be in the middle of a fucking fight, sword breaks, you have to go switch to something, you're out of sword, taking an axe, all right, axe breaks. In the middle of a fight, gotta switch to the next thing. Oh shit, I don't have this. Pull out some arrows, fucking bow breaks. That's crazy. I mean, like, I like the Witcher 3 game a lot, and you certainly, there's like, yeah, like, weapons will fall apart and eventually fucking be shit, but it takes some time fucking to do that. Plus, again, I mean, like, repair pit, uh, repair kits are a whole facet to accessories, really. It's like shit you collect, you know? Like, yeah. This is interesting. Do you find that Nintendo's, like, your go-to system, like, for gaming, like, on a console? Uh, no. When I was playing the most, it was definitely PC, I'd have to say. And, um, but I still keep the, um, I keep the Nintendos around simply for the classic games. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I... The Mario's. Right. The Zelda's. Yeah. No, I want to. I want to get the new one, obviously, but uh, I'm still like nostalgic about Nintendo, and that's the thing. I, I kind of do enjoy all the franchises between you know Mario, Metroid, and you know even F Zero for fuck's sake. <laughs> I love F Zero games. I think those are awesome, man. The Switch is nice, but I actually like the U better. Really? Yeah. Really? I don't even think I played the U yet. Definitely haven't played the Switch yet either. But yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's definitely just a little bit for a younger crab. Yeah. That's fine. Handheld shit, man. I never keep any jiving the fucking, like, Game Boys back in the days, and, you know? It is what it is. So, were you playing anything on Steam? Uh, not anything serious at all. A few time killers here and there, but I've actually been busy with a million other things lately. Yeah. Very little time for video games for a while, actually. Yeah. I was already doing that, and then the election hit, and I was like, yeah, it's probably time to get serious with your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's weird. You feel like you're living in a fairy tale with Obama? Is it just one big liberal fairy tale, one after another, of do-nothing socialist paradise? Utopia? Well, clearly no, because that's not even the kind of guy he really is. He's a centrist of all centrists. He's certainly, you know, he's pretty progressive, but it's not... 
he, he can't. He's not really high up on the progressive scale. Yeah. He was certainly in a great direction. And he certainly, yeah, I, I certainly like the economy not fucking crashing. That's the problem. This is what we do. This is what happens every time. Yeah, the conservatives smash it. You know, come stomping through and kill the sandcastle. Yeah. And then the Democrat has to come and rebuild the goddamn sandcastle. And then everyone, like, sees how nice it is, so they come back and stomp the fucking thing. And we gotta rebuild it again. Well, how are you gonna build one out of stone? Oh, yeah, well, first of all, what we're gonna do is we're gonna build it down the southern border. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna get the... <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get the beachgoers <laughs> to pay for it. Sounds about right. <laughs> what's, the, what's the bill on that? Like, 25 bill? I mean, oh, the, on that fucking that fence wall, that has yeah. to be transparent because 60-pound bags of drugs get thrown over it and can hurt you? Yeah, did he say something like that? He certainly did. What exactly did he say? I feel bad. He said exact, basically what I said. Like, <laughs> it, Well, he said it's totally stupid, and it lasted a while. Like, it's got to be in transparent, you know. you got to be able to see through it. You know, because they're on the other side, they're throwing the bag of drugs. It could be six pounds, it hits you in the head. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know the, his exact words, but it was, you know, to that extent. 60-pound bag of drugs thrown from the other side, hits you on the head, kills you. Gotta have, it's got to be transparent. Got to be able to see through the wall. So basically, at one point, <laughs> he, he saw the plans and was like, why is there, like, mesh right here? And Rip someone up. was like, yeah, so, you know, in certain points, you can see through it. He wasn't into it? No, they probably they just spit out the thing, and that was the one thing he grabbed because it was probably the one thing he bothered to talk about. So that's the one thing that comes out of his fucking ass when he's speaking about it in front of people later. They were getting, you know, like there was a company out of Northbridge that had a contract, I think, to fucking provide like chicken wire for the fucking. Oh, fence. the wire factory? Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, fucking over in Linwood or something like that. Exactly. Or Riverdale or something like exactly. that. Rockdale. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't find... They got the fucking contract for that. So that's the like the specific area that he was referring to. <laughs> is fucking... He wants it... The likelihood of somebody throwing fucking 60 pounds of fucking coke over a fucking thing at a fucking federal agent's kind of fucking slim, dude. Come on. <laughs> okay, first of all, okay. try throwing 60 pounds over your head. This Magnus cocaine. Van Ver Magnussen can barely do this shit. Because it's going to be 80, 100 feet tall at this point. I don't even know. But oh. second of all, I'm not even that big of a person. But if I'm over there on the other side, I'm going to catch that motherfucking bag of drugs. You can just bet your ass. It ain't going to hit me in the fucking head because I have a clear wall to see them. And I can catch it. Wow. I, it is fucking mind-boggling. You know? The eight-ball shot put fucking like, come on, man. <laughs> and that's the kind of stuff that you can easily bust with an electronic fence. Easily. Yeah. You know? You could do almost yeah. all of this with an electronic Jurassic fence. Pack style. Something. You know, ten dudes in an office building in Santa Fe is, can watch that entire fucking border and send, like, a couple small crews of people to go deal with some problems when they arise. But no, we need a testament to our stupidity and our inability to remember fucking Berlin. <laughs> Why do we need to remember Berlin? We weren't the there. The fucking wall. <laughs> we tore down that wall. Now we're building another one to tear down. Ugh. Yeah, that's another one, too, where Reagan was all, like, tear it down. The wall's a wall. I can't find any walls that work too well. They don't. They're stupid. They're, they automatically cause a problem. Everyone who walks by is not going to be like, hey, cool, now we have a big wall separating our society for some fucked up reason. And then they're like, why? And then you think everything leads to something stupid, usually money. And you're like, okay, this is no reason for this goddamn wall. Let's tear it down. 
And then someone comes through and be like, well, I can I can hire the best contractors to tear down that wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just have more and more fucking... Ugh. It's weird. Trump weird. keeps on getting, uh, you know, getting uh, worker visas for outside help. I wonder if he is really tweeting about that. I should check. I don't think so, though. No. Probably not the thing he tweets about. You don't think he's committed to... Uh, I mean, well, for status, he's not really committed to fucking unions. And I don't know. I mean, I there's plenty of people that would make a, a solid argument saying that fucking unions would kind of rip the fucking job out from underneath them. Um, but still, I mean, it's kind of odd because the only reason that happens is because fucking they have the opportunity to fucking sell it off to Mexico. And it's like, that's the thing. Like, guys in Trump's league who fucking don't pay fucking contractors over fucking, you know, fucking copper screws and f- when they want white heads fucking in, in the outlets fucking uh, the type of guys that fucking get fucked over. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just don't see it as being a win <laughs> at all. <laughs> at the end of the day, any of those guys, if they can make a profit by sending you a job to another country, they certainly are. To unions, they brought us most of the good things that we have if we were a worker. I mean, we used to fucking have to work every goddamn day of the week except Sunday. And there was some places like... Almost any conservative that's been voting for this shit doesn't know what the company goddamn store is. And I, we're kind of living in one, but at least we can kind of choose which direct store to go to. But, you know, there used to be a time where the company you worked for would tell you you can only use your paycheck to buy shit from a store they owned. And we needed fucking liberals and unions to stop that kind of crap and be like, all right, you can't have 12-year-olds in mines anymore, all right? It's like, <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> That's just some kind of liberal talk. Yeah. Well, I'm going to school. It's, it's, I don't know. There's just these like same patterns of fucking stupidity. It's like, what exactly. the fuck? Exactly. See, like, this whole election has put not only our entire history into perspective for me, but I mean going back to like religion. And yeah. Just understanding that somebody at the top was like, yeah, listen, write it in three different versions and drop a book off in each fucking land. They're going to fight about this for like thousands of years. We'll just go around and pick up the pieces wherever yeah. they go. Yeah. It's fake news. It's all fucking fake news. And that whole thing's weird, too. It's this weird, like, Medusa defense. press. And no one's like, hey, wait a minute. You sound a lot like Hitler. (laughs) Well, that's what they do. They take away the freedom of the press. Of course. That's the first thing these fucking assholes do when they want to take control of the country and shit like that. And and because it's not... They value the fucking critical voice. Exactly. The the, uh, authority... To remove all authority so they can commit crime freely and just do as they choose, especially for Trump. See, with some people who do this around the world, some of the people who are behind Trump, it really is about money and power. But for him, it's those things. But there is a lot, a lot of fucking like toxic ego working there that he can't control. You know, he's got no control over his fucking ego, especially when he's insulted or just feels shunned, hurt, or slighted in any fucking way. It's like all the seven deadly sins in one fucking abominable package. Yeah. He's willing to change the world to what he does understand mm. because he can't really understand it all that well. That's kind of fucking creepy. Sucks, man. I wish the Republicans would do a better job. It's like... Maybe I, I like a lot of the liberal stuff, but there's a lot of the Republican shit I kind of enjoy as well. But I, I don't know, man. 
I think they I think they just sufficiently suck more at fucking serving their people than fucking Democrats in the end. It comes down to this Obamacare shit's the perfect example. It's seven fucking years to put the plan together. Seven fucking years. Yeah, you could have been doing anything. You could have been working out all kinds of kinks, and you could have had, like, this shining plan, but the real deal is is that their plan is for there to be no plan. All of their governing seems crappy because their governing is the absence of governing. They want no governing, no regulations, no one to tell them no while they basically dip into the pockets. No one, you know, fucking every kid should be actually taught about a goddamn economy. Almost first thing. As soon as they can understand, like, algebra, start teaching them, like, what the fuck is going on in our economy. We have a balloon. It floats over us. It's all of our money. You squeeze it somewhere in the middle, you get two balloons out of it. One is the rich people's money. One is the poor people's money. They're making it so our side of the balloon has almost no fucking money to move around. That's why everything sucks for us. They're saving everything on their side of the balloon. The balloon needs to be even. There needs to be easy ways for them to move their money so that it generates money back to them. I'm willing to agree to that, you know? There's always going to be people who want to make tons of money. Be rich, hey, whatever. You can't say they're not like make them disappear. But there's also going to be a, always a huge group of your population that doesn't give two fucks about money. But they're not going to disappear either. You got to make a cohesive place for the two to exist together. Mm. That's why I always say healthcare free, dildos not free. <laughs> why? Because we want, you know, healthcare. Basically, it's in. If it's not free, then it's in someone's interest. Not necessarily free, but, you know, single-payer option. But it's in someone's interest to keep you sick. It's in their profitability range. How the fuck can you even think that's going to work out? Just like prisons being for profit. How the fuck do you think that's going to work out? Obviously, they're going to take the money they make with the profit prison and put it towards... uh, legislators who make more stricter fucking laws that put more people in jail because they get more money for their fucking private prison. See how that circle works? Jeff Sessions is a big part of that circle. Call them job creators. Job creators. There you go. That's <laughs> nice. I like that. Would you like a job? <laughs> but in the end, you got this massive population of baby boomers, which is going to be heading to some sort of respite care over the next fucking 15, 20 years. Why wouldn't you want to have more options for healthcare to fucking utilize people coming out of nursing school, paramedics, of course. fucking emergency services that are going to utilize that demand to fucking manage fucking, you know, there's a massive amount of people that are going to be dying fucking, you know, over the next 20 years, bro. Then they're like a lot of those people would be Democratic voters, so that's okay. Mm. And now we're going oh, yeah. to we're yeah. going to pay to get rid of all these illegals, especially countless illegals that are working here. And many of them are paying taxes. And rather than just give them amnesty and start collecting money from them or continue collecting money, we're going to pay our money to send them fucking back to someplace where they're most likely coming back right to wherever we picked them up from. That sounds like a real smart plan. You're really saving the bucks with this one, guys. <laughs> How much do those buses cost shipping them fucking down? It's like they, that's what they're doing too. It's like they don't this dudes they stop own pizzerias for fucking twenty years. Yeah. Paying taxes the entire time. Ship them away. Wouldn't they be like, hey, wait a minute. We saved this one. No, he's right. Give him the paperwork. Fill out that paperwork. Welcome to the country. You seem like a a citizen. Great to see you. That's how it's supposed to fucking be. Continue paying taxes. <laughs> we crashed out in a packing lot down in it was a Walmart in San Antonio. 
fucking one of the tours we did last year and uh, like yesterday there was a huge story that fucking there was like a, a tractor trail full of human trafficking wow. like 10 of them died and like, it was like 100 people in this fucking tractor trail I'm like I don't know interesting. ICE is claiming that fucking the, the immigration's way down. Like, illegal immigration's way, way down. Um, also, though, they're not telling you that, like, the whole atmosphere around immigrants used to be very unfearful. Now they're all hiding. So their numbers are actually completely fucking hidden. Really? Well, how do they, how can they tell you? If it, the goal is to sneak over the border and then hide out so you don't get found, how does someone come out and be like, well, we know no one's done that? Well, how the fuck do you know that? Well, actually, I don't know, because I can't say that they haven't done that, because you can't fucking say that, and it would be ridiculous. And once you build your dumb wall, they're going to take boats and just go around the fucking wall, you know, the ocean. They can just walk the beach. Like, it's all fucking ridiculous. And the, the, the best thing about it is most people come here on visas. You've got... An upper border, like the Canadian border. What's next? You're going to build a wall on that fucking border? Man. Good luck, my friends. Well, it's hard enough to get in there fucking begin with. Fucking. They'll do it, too. They'll just come out and, like, say it on Hannity. Come out and be like, well, Seth Rich, the ghost of Seth Rich came to me in a dream and said that he wants the Canadian wall to keep out those Canucks. ISIS is coming over from Canada. There was a fucking, uh, there was a string of reports on, like, the the right-wing media sites that were talking about, um, like, fucking Islamic refugees, well, <laughs> Islamic American immigrants fucking showing up at the Canadian borders like refugees. Yeah. Like, just, like, running across the fucking border, like, to get fucking detained and shit. I guess Trudeau was like, yeah, hey, you can come here and hang out. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't think it can co- totally have fucking open borders. I don't think anybody really wants that to begin with, but nope. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that fucking these illegals are fucking... As, I, most of the Portuguese, Brazilians, and all that I've met are fucking pretty hard-working, level-headed fucking people that yeah, work exactly. a lot better than the Americans. Whole, the whole lazy thing, that comes back from the Prohibition days. The, one of the dudes that was making Prohibition happen by printing uh, countless stories about lazy Mexicans was uh, William Randolph Hearst. And he really disliked Mexicans and um, Latinos, Spaniards, all of them. Basically, if you weren't white, he didn't like you. And so they'd run fucking crazy-ass stories, tabloid stories, Fox News on drugs type stories. It's so crazy. That's such a lame so fucking insult. So that's where all that came from. Oh, it's lazy. And the beautiful thing about <laughs> it is they said it was, like I said, it made Mexicans lazy, but it made Negroes wild and crazy, and they would rape everybody. But... Jazz. So that was like in 37. That was a, the years leading up to 37. Ten years later, when the bill came back up, it was no longer that it was basically that the, the Russians were using weed to make all of your kids socialists and pacifists. And it was making them all dopey and nonviolent. And that's what they argued to keep the law in place. I remember having a very clear... Isn't that personal? <laughs> had a very clear conversation, though, with a, an old friend back in, like, 2002 or three, when the Afghanistan invasion first started happening pre-fucking-Iraq. And we noticed that fucking heroin was showing up. And we always were like, fucking government's fucking bringing heroin. Or, or ISIS is bringing heroin over here. So we get all lazy and don't fucking 
fight him or whatever. <laughs> like, it's like a platoon. Like, oh man, the kooks put shit in the grass, man. Don't make you want to fight. Fucking like, you know, it's just <laughs> fucking Matt Dillon's character fucking preaching and fucking, fucking all that shit. I don't know, dude. It's just, there's such a fucking system of... Stupidity. Yeah. Fucking stupidity. It's a pattern. It's systematic. Someone knows out there that there is always a percentage of a population that can be strung along by using fear and just general, like, misinformation uh, playing off their misconceptions. And so they use that every generation. They figure out a new fucking way to use that. Yeah. There's a new religion. Fox News was it. Now it's fucking something else on the web. Like I said to everyone, hey, enjoy it now where it's electronic computer hacking and fake news stories coming from, like, spies and shit like that. Because the next time we have one of these crazy-ass crises in, like, 30 years, it's going to be fucking walking walking sentient robots. Yeah? You're, you're buying in on the robot AI? Well, they already have. It's already existed now, so... Yeah. And you know how fast things... You know, like, our intelligence doubles basically every single year. Uh, and like, if they've got some pretty sick robots now, in 10 years, they're going to look really sick and they'll probably be weaponized by then. Elon Musk was saying it's like releasing a demon. <laughs> pretty much. Like, you know. We've, I think everybody knows, even like your fucking uh, religious motherfuckers who don't believe in too, too much whatever reality sort of say they'll be like oh no there's definitely a fucking AI fucking like I don't know see what happens when you're like okay well hey what the fuck um, I would say cool where we give everybody a fucking robot and every single citizen gets a robot that robot can work for them and they're allowed to generate uh, cash flow from that and that citizen can go like become a painter make a band design better robots you know like go do something cool design <laughs> but I don't know that sounds like utopia man none of us gotta work fuck it well <laughs> have all that extra money laying first around first of all utopia like, doesn't exist number two that word is used to discredit any good idea anyone who uses that you just like number one if you're in politics cause you're exist. trying to make yeah. some type of utopia you're trying to change the world better in your view yeah. obviously no matter how good I make it you can still get dumped by your girlfriend uh-huh. you know you could still suck at the thing you want to do be the worst piano player ever just be like god fucking damn it I wish I could there's nothing we can help you with there but we <laughs> could possibly provide you with a house so you could figure out which instrument you have without worrying about going to fucking work every day mm. especially or like uh, you know like Especially, like, there's a lot of conservatives who would scoff at this idea, but I would rather see a whole bunch of fucking redneck, um, real tree clothes wearing conservatives not going to work, but, like, maintaining, like, prides, herds, and hunting grounds. Like, being there to, like, teach new people how to hunt while maintain, like, the wildlife that's going there. You know, actually, like, turn, like, some of our middle uh, America into, like, some kind of cool fucking place again. Like, it's like you could just stop your fucking job, know you've got a place. And you could always, I don't think there'd be any society where it's like you couldn't work a little extra. You can always throw that shit in there. You can always do fucking extra. Like I said, college, free. Jet skis, definitely not fucking free. You gotta buy that jet ski. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. We'll send you to college, and right. you can figure out how to earn jet skis. It's, oh, you bring up a good point, though, about, I mean, I grew up across the street from a rotten gun club, and 
just always been around guns, sort of like being yeah. fired at all times and shit like that. I have no problem with them. Every, I'm fairly, you know, pro fucking gun. I don't own a fucking gun, but I'm not anti fucking Second Amendment, really. I mean, I don't think people with fucking crazy mental illness should have the fucking things. One hundred percent. But um, at the same time, too. I've always felt that there's another ironic hypocrisy with fucking conservatism where, like, and this actually plays against the fucking liberals, too, probably more than anything at times, is that fucking there's a better, it's better for the environment and and a carbon footprint reduction process to fucking hunt and kill your own fucking food like that. It's more sustainable for the fucking planet to do that than to constantly fucking buy into fucking the mass production of fucking supermarket fucking meat, you know? And it's like, that's kind of what's weird to me too, but it's at the same time too, like you have a lot of like fucking liberals that are like truly more conservative than most conservatives because they'll spend fucking, they're very conscious about like, well, I want local local Massachusetts made products or you know like fucking the organic product is like a real fucking big thing too it's like you know that's kind of more driven to fucking help the guy in like your Pittsburgh instead of like your fucking big megalo fucking mega farm somewhere by Monsanto or some shit absolutely I don't know I just feel like that's really that's one thing where like the left could fucking toughen up with in my opinion it's fucking like I don't know. Get on board with fucking killing some animals with your bare hands. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that they need to get on board with that. I just think that they need to realize they don't even need to get more tolerant. They just need to realize ain't nobody's going away on either side. Yeah. Both I'm- sides need to realize neither you're going away. And the more you go to your extreme, you're literally just making your yeah. antithesis on the other side. Right. You're creating your own enemy. Yeah. You're just going to get more fucking extreme. So the only time you're happy and you can just fucking say, you know what? I'm done. I'm having a beer. I'm not going to worry about any of this crap is when you're just like, okay. It's, there's been a lot, I think, uh, Jim Jeffries said it recently. America's about... Like me telling you to fuck off, you telling me to fuck off, but you doing it from over there, me doing it from over here, and we get to enjoy our freedom. Yeah. I like the differences. I'm not saying go kill fucking ant, like elephants and shit. It's just, you know, like. Yeah, Lyme I disease see that a, one stop. Lyme disease is a problem, goddammit. Fucking. Like, get rid of some tear. Like, see, that is understood, and to actually have someone express that shit to them, it needs to be like someone needs to realize that if you don't hunt deer, deer populations go out of fucking control. Mm-hmm. And when deer populations go out of control, you have other problems that arise. Suddenly, you have new packs of coyotes that are here to eat this, all these new fucking animals. Dude, I had a fucking koi wolf run through my fucking yard. We were drinking beers, fucking after midnight under a fucking full moon. Fucking massive course. Look at the size of this table. Fucking ran by. Limping. Got hit by a fucking car probably. No shit. Why are the fucking coyotes hanging out here in the middle of the fucking neighborhood? Fucking big son of a bitch. <laughs> Fucked up. Now we got bear out here too. I was just going to say there's black bear out here now for yeah. sure. Or at least out in that area. That's the thing. And then they say it's climate change, whatever. Great White Shacks. It's another one. Great White Shacks showing up now. Fucking Cape Cod. Fucking. They track them. Discovery Show. Shack Week. They got a whole fucking program on tracking migrations of sharks going down the Gulf all Jaws the fucking way. Yeah, Bruce, fucking that guy. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I never get bored watching Jaws. I never, ever get bored watching that movie. I, I'll finish it no matter what. Right on. Like a dog. We're going to do it every couple of years. It's been a while for me. Ah, See, I'll do that with two. Two I mm. cycle out every other year or so. I haven't watched three in years on purpose. Yeah, that, that one's shit. pretty bad. 
It is what it is. I just feel right now, it's almost like fucking Trump's almost like Mayor Brody. Not, not Chief Brody, fucking, what's the mayor's name there? Larry. Fucking. <laughs> Those beaches gonna be open, Chief. Fucking, like, <laughs> it's like fucking, like, like, it's just shit gonna, it's like, no. You shouldn't this do this. Good. Yeah, but uh, I promised. <laughs> Everybody, My kids were in that water. Everybody's watching. <laughs> My kids were in that administration. <laughs> Snub it out of soon. <laughs> Ugh. So, I don't know. I don't think we could run this one into the ground anymore. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Sure. We'll check in, see how Trump does. Of course. Hopefully next time we'll be talking and I can buy weed at Cumberland Farms and we can bitch about how expensive fucking the taxes or how it's driving the market down or vice versa. Should be interesting. Yeah, I've seen nothing about the actual institution of that law. But, you know, one of these days they'll figure it out. We only voted on it like six months ago, so roughly two and a half years we should be looking pretty good. They've had numerous sessions trying to fucking reconfigure it, you know. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And they sweep it underneath there so nobody knows about it. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's a lot of big business pulling at the strings. Mm. That's what's going on with a lot of litigation. Yeah, it sucks. All right, man. Well, it's been a pleasure, and we'll check in again soon. Thanks for being here. Excellent. Cheers. Peace.